All right, what's up, everyone? David Bozell here from For America. We're going to talk a little volleyball today because I'm a volleyball dad. I got two kids who play the sport pretty regularly, one in high school. And the story came across my desk about this incident that happened, I guess, last month. A lot, the only real reporting of it is within the last few days. And most of the reporting has suggested that this incident in North Carolina at a North Carolina volleyball tournament or volleyball game happened last month, late last month. So I'll say late last September. But it's serious and it's a microcosm of everything that's going on in the social space with these guys playing girl sports stuff. And to date, we've, we haven't had in a high-profile incident of a biological male hurting a biological female in a team sport. We've had a lot of controversy with biological males playing or competing against women in individual sports, swimming, other stuff. But to my knowledge, this is the first, I guess there's been some stuff in basketball, but not injuries. We've had, we've seen video clips of guys playing girls sports, girls basketball, but not injuries. To my knowledge, this is the first injury to a biological female caused by a biological male. And it's interesting because there's been a, I, as I read it, I can just tell a lot of the authors of these stories don't know volleyball. This was a sport that as my, my kids started playing it, I knew nothing about. My version of volleyball is probably much like a lot of other folks, which is recreational beach vacation volleyball where all you're really trying to do is just get it over the net in three shots and it's playful and nobody's spiking or anything like that in competitive volleyball in high school and collegiate and professional volleyball but particularly not so but it starts at eighth grade and goes into high school the sequence of a volleyball play is designed there's only really one play in volleyball it is everything is designed and set up to be the spike, to set up for the spiker, right? So the serve comes across the net. You've got the person who digs the ball, right? Basically dulls it, but keeps it alive, right? Then you have the setter who shoots the ball high up in the air for the spiker. And that is, and that could happen in going from right to left or left to right. But by and large, it is, and it, can happen in different directions, but that is the sequence. That is what every play is. That's what every... Imagine basketball, right? But take the shooting out of it. Take the long-distance shooting out of it. Imagine if basketball, of the intent, the offensive intent of basketball was to always try to get a dunk at all times at in every possession, every trip down the floor. That is essentially what volleyball, competitive volleyball, is trying to do. They're just trying to set up this missile of a spike to score the point. I'll just read this report. This is from Education First North Carolina. It says, during a girls' tournament last month, a male Highlands high volleyball player pelted a female Hiwassee, Hiwassee Dam high player in the forehead with a ball during a return. Now, Pelt is a little bit of a strong word. The guy's just doing what he's taught to do. And if he didn't spike it, he wouldn't be out there. So it's not exactly the... To describe it, to describe a spike as pelting 
is probably a little unfair, but that's not necessarily the point. The girl, the Hiwassee Dam player, suffered head and neck injuries, resulting in long-term concussion symptoms, including vision problems. The girl has still not yet been cleared to play by her primary care physician or her neurologist. Let me see if I can play the clip. Because you can hear the audio gasps here. You can hear them, the crowd. Sure, am I connected? Nope, not connected. Hold, hold. Okay, let's play the clip here. So this is, it's going to be, t- obviously you can't see it, but uh, this, the, I'll see if I can do the play-by-play. Left, whistle. Shoot goes across, dig, set, and. Right. Here comes this, here, the set has been made. Bap, bap. Right, spike. Ball to the head, and someone in the crowd gasps. So this poor girl has been uh, has been sidelined with head injuries. Now the Cherokee County, now Cherokee County, North Carolina. It's in it just to set up the geography. It's the westernmost county in, in North Carolina. So it's in the western tip. It it borders Tennessee to its west and Georgia to its south. All right. So the Cherokee County Board of Education declared that the event was a safety issue and canceled all remaining games against the high school that has the transgender player. This was a statement from the Cherokee board member. It says, quote, I'll never put a child in a position to be seriously injured. I think the odds of injury in these non-contact sports are not high, but in particular in this meeting, a coach of 40 years said that they had never seen a hit like this. That was really what sealed the decision, at least on my part. Look, if anyone's been, if anyone's been like a, like me, who's a volleyball dad, or if you're a volleyball mom in the sport of competitive volleyball, you've probably been to one of these tournaments where there's a zillion courts in a convention center. And if it's a if it's a mixed tournament where you have girls teams and boys teams, and sometimes they play right next to each other, you're well aware of the force that these guys play with that is demonstrably different than the ladies. It is not uncommon to have these balls just missile at you. Just in this in if you're sitting there watching you're sitting there watching your daughter play or any or your son play. But if you've got a guy's game behind you, even a junior varsity age level, sophomores, juniors, and that kind of level quality of play, these guys can just manhandle the ball. And they're taught to do it that way. This guy who's playing on the girls team down in North Carolina, no doubt has spent a number of years being taught how to do it that way. So I don't necessarily blame his form or his technique. Or and I'm, hopefully he feels bad about it. Why he's playing in a girls' game, I have no idea. But it is one of those sports that if there's they all should be separated. Let's just be normal and correct about this. But volleyball cannot be 
integrated among the sexes in a competitive, uber competitive environment like this. Socially, recreationally, maybe. Maybe you, it's cool if you've got folks that can handle it, maybe, you know, adult leads in your, at your rec center. But in a competitive environment like this, if you are responsible for student athletes, as these board members are, and the health and well-being of these student athletes, you cannot allow the girls to play against this kid. Can't. You are really putting them at risk. So the high school where the girl, where the girl went or goes to, they've decided to forfeit all future games against the high school that the biological male is playing for the girls' team. So they're, they want no part of it. They're tapping out because they have a responsibility to keep the girls safe. I coached a youth soccer league and was put in a situation. I volunteered to, to, coach, a vol- or to coach an all-star youth soccer league. And I didn't really know what I was doing. It was the first time I'd ever done this. And they asked me, what division do you want to play in? I said, I don't know. Give me the challenge. I'll take A, All right, which was division one. And figured, okay, even if we got spanked, it'd be a good quality lesson. Almost pulled the team off the field and consulted with the parents about it after the first game. Because I was totally incorrect. I, The girls that we had been matched up with, they were our age, but they were totally above our class they had been practicing together there were legitimate all-stars they're going into uber competitive environments high schools and i had this amateur rec league that had no business playing with them it's not that there wasn't valuable lessons learned but i was every 10 minutes i was walking on the floor with a player who was in tears because they took a ball to the chest or the head or that was just way beyond anything that they had ever experienced and that was girls versus girls so if you have a responsibility to these kids to keep them safe obviously there's going to be injuries in athletics but if you can remove those types of equations you have a responsibility to do it if you can remove the threat that a male player poses to a female player in that kind of competitive environment, you got to do it. You just can't send your girls out there to get mollywhopped by a male athlete in volleyball. So, so this is the this is a kind of a Rubicon crossing moment here in this ever expanding debate about these trans transgender issues and transgender rights, and where does it stop? And this is just. Little kids whose parents are saying, go ahead, play for the girls' team that probably can't do any physical damage or physical harm. And this isn't just an individual sport, a non-contact individual sport. I'd say in terms of the sports that a male, a biological male, the damage that a biological male could do I want to rank the team sports, the major team sports here. Okay, basketball. I think of I think in terms of injury, this is strictly in terms of injury. Probably basketball. Let's go basketball, baseball, soccer, football, hockey. Basically, I'll just do it in that order. I think yeah, in terms of injury, I think a male player could avoid female contact in basketball, could avoid female contact in, bas- in basketball, and you wouldn't hurt another player. 
baseball, these guys are swinging the bat hard. Maybe harder than what any female athlete might be used to. And then what's the velocity of a male pitcher versus a female pitcher? A female softball. So a male player playing softball could hurt. Soccer is probably next in terms of what kind of physical harm a male, a biological male could do to a biological female. There's anyone who's ever played soccer realizes there's more contact than what people realize. They're up and down the field. It's not like basketball where you can avoid, easily avoid contact. Or it, there's just, I think soccer, you could get hurt. You can get rolled over, especially since you're using your feet, right? So in basketball, you're putting a ball up and through the rim. In soccer, you're you're keeping the ball on the ground and you're shooting the ball with your feet. It's, it could really do some damage. And then obviously the next football and then hockey is a blood sport half the time. <laughs> I love hockey, but there's just no reason why a biological male should be female hockey. That's dangerous. But this is a Rubicon crossing moment, right? And it's happening in Western North Carolina. This isn't just, this isn't liberal big city problems. This is rural Western North Carolina. And school boards and grassroots, you're going to have to get involved. It sucks that you have to spend your time doing this. It sucks. But this is a byproduct of left that doesn't stop and doesn't quit. We can't quit either. You've got to make your voice heard. And if the team, I don't know why the one team is forfeiting, they should be demanding that the other team forfeit, but... Look, if that's the what you got to do to protect your players, you just go find another team. I'm sure there's you can go find one and make it up on the schedule. And the county school board's got to make a decision here. You can't let this kid play female volleyball. You just cannot. You cannot. He's already hurt one person. I hope he feels bad about it. If he's an athlete and a competitor, forget the sex and the gender for just one second. I'm sure he feels bad about it, but he had, man, he had to know that could be a risk. And then you can read, there's stuff about maybe the female net is lower than the male net in volleyball. If that's the case, he definitely shouldn't be out there. But anyone who's followed the sport of volleyball, you have family that's become more and more popular with kids to play because you think it's non-contact, but the ball is, I mean, that can do some serious damage, particularly if males are hitting it. You're talking north of 70 miles an hour. To the head, not cool. Not cool at all. So I hope this girl gets back on the floor soon. I really do. All right, take it easy, folks.